Good day, LA, and welcome to another episode of To Live and Buy in Los Angeles with me, Zach Goldsmith, and my co-host, Shlomo Levine. Because I'm Jewish. Today, we are going to discuss what is happening and changing in this real estate market as we speak, okay? We're also going to discuss what that means for Los Angeles specifically Mm. and where we may be headed into this summer. Shlomo? (laughs) When do you get so professional? This is incredible. (laughs) I'm I'm taking after your newscast (laughs) papers. Uh, Back here in the studio, Shlomo? This is a serious episode. I want to So last June, the Federal Reserve said it wanted a housing reset, which meant it wanted higher mortgage rates to destroy the housing market. I know it's a little dramatic. Um, but this facilitated the biggest decline in, ex- in existing home sales for a single year that we will ever see in modern day history due to the high level of sales in January of 2022. So, you know, it was a high level, but still massive change. It's very dramatic the way you write that. <laughs> After a boom in prices, the Federal Reserve sets to destroy the real estate market. Come, <laughs> coming soon. That's it. N- next week. Please don't do that. The, uh, I mean, that's a very bold statement you make, my friend. So you're saying <laughs> the U.S. government is setting to destroy the real estate market. I will call it. The removal of inflation. (laughs) I need practice. That's what you're saying, though. That's bold. Okay. Yeah. So the Federal Reserve achieved its primary goal, which was to move the days on mark and make them longer to above 30 days, which was probably the most important data line um, to get housing back to somewhat normal. Of course, this put housing into a recession on June 16th of 2022. Right. And I think it's important to explain why those days on markets are important mm-hmm. is because last year the housing market was extremely unhealthy, mm-hmm. right? With days on market in the teens. Yes. Okay. That means anything to hit the market sold right away. Yeah. Okay. And now we're back to a normal level of over 30 days. Mm-hmm. So we simply can't have a functioning housing market with days on market below 20 days. This is important. I think it is wild to think about that for a measurable amount of time, our days on market was 20 days or less. I, there's really only a few things that could create an environment of that type of urgency. You want to take a stab at what you think those could be? Well, I think I know. First is a massive credit-driven housing bubble, mm-hmm, which is true. going to burst. I, we have a professional sound engineer, guys, <laughs> doing that. But yes, it's true. And we saw that in 2008, right? Credit-driven bubble. Second is inventory is simply too low, Mm -hmm. okay? With too many people chasing too few homes, Mm -hmm. which means, again, bidding wars. Yeah, so if NAR puts out a a, a, a realtor confidence report every month, and for January 2023, first-time buyers were responsible for 31% of sales in January, which I know it's crazy. Um, individual investors purchased 16% of homes. All cash sales accounted for 29% of transactions. Where is this cash coming from? I actually, I don't know, but I think it does make sense because with interest rates so high, people don't want to pay that cost for the money. 
Um, and um, properties typically remained on the market for 33 days. So let me just back up for a second. If 31% of home buyers were first timers, what, like, who do you think these people are? Uh, rich kids or <laughs> <laughs> millennials. Yes. Yeah. We have talked about this before about millennials propping up demand. So I think that as long as millennials are in the market, right, for, right, th- at this level, um, it's just going to be too many people chasing too few homes. The market cannot crash at that point. No, it can't. And um, it's just, I personally feel that Inventory is kind of the beginning and end of the housing crash conversation. As long as there's low inventory, extremely low inventory, we keep moving along. Yeah, 100%. Look, jumping back to the bidding wars Mm -hmm. happening this year, because there still are bidding wars happening this year. I think they're less because of record-breaking demand Mm. and more because active listings are still near all-time lows, mm-hmm. right? I think the total inventory is under a million units yep. nationwide, mm-hmm. and inventory is higher this year than last, but we still have got to hit the one and a half million point, and I don't see that happening for a while, but we really need to hit that buffer just in case mortgage rates fall again. We need that inventory, and I'm not sure it's going to happen. This, this didn't happen this year, so we see stories of bidding wars, mm-hmm. again, in all parts of the U.S., um, that don't have inventory near the levels of 2019. Yeah, and like you know, we've talked about a lot, I like expired and canceled listings, and oftentimes I'll say to people, why, yeah, do, you, do. Well, why do you think it didn't sell? And they'll say, oh, well, the, the market has really changed. And I, I can say to them, like, look, we've been running like about a month and a half's worth of inventory in your market. Now we've got like three months' worth of inventory. And as real estate agents, we don't declare it a buyer's market until they're seven months. So maybe it's it's something else. So the chief economist of National Association of Realtors, Lawrence Yoon, he said that home sales are bottoming out. Prices vary depending on a market's affordability, with lower price regions witnessing modest growth and more expensive regions experiencing declines. And I think that we in L.A., it's unaffordable. So we've been seeing declines, particularly with things like ULA propelling big reductions. First off, I want to say I think that comment was a little personal. I apologize. Not towards me, uh-huh. towards yourself. I think you are scarred by losing another two or three bidding wars yourself this year. I don't lose bidding wars. I create bidding wars. Okay, pal. <laughs> I don't. I don't. We don't take Ada. We bring Ada. <laughs> I think you. I mean, not take Ada. We bring Ada. That's from an old uh, reggae song, I believe. But. Um, no, you, you you lost out on a house. I think it was painful. I don't oh, want to bring you're it talking up. about the one that I submitted for myself. Yes. You yes. Got bid My clients don't lose, but okay. I may. Well, then you need better representation. Would you be my agent? I got a <laughs> somewhere. Look, I think what's funny mm-hmm. is the speed of things today. Mm. We all make a market declaration week by week. Right? I know. The realtors <laughs> are like, we're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're down again. Hey, it's Tuesday. One, one of the forward-looking data points is the housing demand improved with purchase apps. Okay, this is important. Indicating the worst sales declines may be over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I feel like we are. It's getting a little more mellow. Q3, Q4 was wild last year because of the incremental rises in, in interest rates. 
That's right. And, and that sales data won't show up mm-hmm. right now until February or March of this year, which means everyone needs to calm the, down on these weekly reports. Okay, just so everyone understands what you're saying, you're saying that the data on that metric, purchase applications and demand, it lags a little bit. We're not going to see that until the reports of February, March. It's like 30 to 90 days out. Mm -hmm. So it takes some time for better demand to hit the existing home sales report. By the way, that's why it's really important for real estate professionals to have their finger on the pulse of the market, be talking to their colleagues at Broker Caravan, finding out how certain comparable uh, properties to their own listings are performing, who's showing, who's out seeing things. Because if you're only looking retroactively, just like in the same way we make a pricing opinion or plan with a seller, um, it's only really one piece of the story. Very important. Australian accent once again. I'm getting better. Okay, so <laughs> what what is this is nationwide data which is very mm. important to compile. Yes. What does that mean for LA? Okay. My opinion is I think that if inventory remains low and I don't see how it changes, particularly because right now at the filming of this episode, I think uh, foreclosure di- distressed properties are making up 1% of closed transactions and somewhere around 60 to 65% of homeowners in this country have a locked in interest rate of 3% or better. They're just not inspired to move. So with inventory remaining low and people still moving because of life change, I just don't see how there is a crash. I believe that the inventory conversation is where the crash, I'm sorry, the inventory index is where the crash conversation begins and ends. Okay. I I think there is going to be a huge crash. (laughs) (laughs) I just want that on record in case uh, they go back. You guys said there wasn't going to be a crash. Nope. Edit that clip. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I I agree with you. I think while there are going to be dips in the economy, Mm -hmm. and although we've lost a record number of Californians and Angelinos Mm -hmm. this past year due to things like severely increased taxes Mm -hmm. and seemingly unfair measures. Mm -hmm. Cali will always be Cali. Same with LA, right? California knows how to tax you. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Well, apologize to them, not me. (laughs) <laughs> look, oh I think there's, God. look, there's, there's, it, it, it's true. They, they do know how to tax you and they do know how to woo you back. Right. So there's other beautiful places in the world to live, but very few will ever be able to offer what we do here. Aside from the obvious, there's a huge job market with tons of continued potential. So I don't see this crashing. I see more opportunities mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if you can remain in the market, there's definitely opportunities and you can't just take yourself out. The people that take themselves out because of fear or trying to time the bottom, they never get a deal. And there are deals to be had. Did we almost kiss just now? I feel like there was a slight there was a move. There was okay. a move. I don't, I, think, I, I don't think we need to bore people anymore. If you want to be further bored by and drowned by Here data comes. analysis, Here comes. go to Ben's YouTube page. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you for tuning in this brief but action and explosive info-packed episode of To Live <laughs> and Buy in Los Angeles. We will always just 
tap into the real estate market and our predictions, particularly because uh, the sector with which we work and play in is dynamic and always changing. Um, with that, thank you for tuning in. I'm at Ben Belak, and this is 48-year-old... You're not supposed to say that. The show <laughs> thinks I'm 47. I am at Zach Goldsmith, 24. We are the two Shlomos, <laughs> and we appreciate you tuning in. Super bien. <laughs> <laughs>